Hello and welcome to Trial by Stone, your vital essence on the Dark Crystal. I'm your host, Philip, and I just want to say thank you so much for tuning in to this episode as we are just merely days away from the show. It has such been an incredible sort of experience the, the past sort of couple of years ever since it was announced about the Dark Crystal Age of Resistance. And of course, you know, with me as always is Jamie and Ethan. So how are you both guys doing? Doing well. How are you? I'm doing amazing. It's great to be here on the, the number one Dark Crystal podcast <laughs> once again. <laughs> yeah. Um, there was some difficulty getting Hup onto the show. He was going to replace me as a host. He said, Ethan, you keep doing it for now. It's a bummer. I really wish he was, you know, here with us today, but you got me. Did you see his contract? Did you see how much he wanted? That was a lot of pages. Yeah, that was a lot of pages. He can't even write. Yep, so many pages. He wanted like 30000 per episode. Yeah. In poddling money. In poddling money. I said no. <laughs> I think he wanted a collection of spoons as well, you know, for cooking or something like that. Sorry, yeah. Hop. It ain't going to work uh, out. Sorry. sorry Hop. Yeah, it's. You need I to know. Go back to deep. I know, I know. We'll definitely have him as a guest on a future episode of Trial by Stone to chat to um, Victor about. To discuss uh, poddling recipes, right? Yeah. <laughs> You know it's true. Yeah. Podling spaghetti. And also, I mean, I mean, we'll definitely get um also um uh, Joe on the show because I know um Jam Lee. I think he wrote a lot of um the podling uh, language, you know, that he gave to Victor to go through, you know, for for the show. So um that's gonna be really interesting as well, having him, you know, learn about all the language of the podlings and. <laughs> yeah, how freaking cool is that? I mean, I think they spoke Croatian or something in the original, and they. I think they they said, well, we can't have Croatian viewers thinking, why are they speaking my language? You know, that's kind of weird. So they called up Joe and said, whoa, dude, you know, you're the bomb. So how about you keep being the bomb and make up a whole language? And he's like, dude, I got it. Let me just add, I got I got some notes here. <clears throat> and he passed him along. And how cool <laughs> is that? That's the coolest thing. Very cool. Gold star from me. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it's just been fantastic about just, you know, how fans have sort of become part of the Dark Crystal. I mean, with Joe, with, with writing the four books and then ending up, you know, being a, a part of the Age of Resistance. So it's just really exciting times that we're in at the moment. And I mean, we just want to record the show, of course. I mean, there's been so much that's been happening in the past couple of weeks. But also, I think this is really going to be like the last sort of show, you know, before we dive into this new era of the Dark Crystal with Age of Resistance. A very surreal experience that I think all of us are having right now. Yeah, it's pretty It's pretty awesome. Everything's sort of happening. It's like that moment in being released in the, the footage of Brea in the library and all the papers flying around. That's what it feels like to be involved in this community right now. And I've said this before briefly on the Facebook groupcast for Crystal Shard, which is just an off-the-cuff, unorthodox, discussion of friends it's not really a podcast it's just a great like neighborhood thing but i have never seen the kind of growth and interest in anything like i've seen with age of resistance and i'm in dozens of groups alien blade runner star wars you name it i've never seen the kind of growth that crystal shard has received i've never seen the kind of interest um, I mean, you're talking thousands of people every day. It's really a magical thing to be a part of this community and 
anticipate the show with so many people. It's like a miracle. It's awesome. Yeah, yeah. And and first of all, I mean, I I want to send congratulations to you and Ethan and everyone from Crystal Shard uh, to Doug as well. You know, as of this recording, um you just uh, recently got I think up to 8,000 people, uh, 8,000 members on the Crystal Shard. So it's just um fantastic. It's just that community has just really been growing pretty much on a daily basis. And yeah, I mean, once the show's going to come out, it's going to expose the Dark Crystal to so many people who are going to be watching it for the first time and want to know more about Dark Crystal. And the Crystal Shard is just one of the many groups to check out. The Crystal Shard is such a fun place to be, at least it is for me. Every single day, people come out of the woodworks and they post their memories Oh, it's so fun to to see people celebrating Dark Crystal. It's almost like it's been asleep in so many people. They don't really talk about Dark Crystal, you know, because it's kind of a niche thing. But now with Age of Resistance coming, people are coming to the Crystal Shard and they're they're sharing all their feelings about it. It's so cool. Yeah, and we just got a new admin. Her name's Roxy. She rocks. It's absolutely incredible. And if you're not a part of the the group yet, join today facebook.com slash groups slash crystal shard yeah and we'll definitely um put that link in the show notes for anyone that's interested in being uh part of the crystal shard uh community at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash crystal shard one note about the crystal shard which i think is really worth mentioning and this is something that we've recently discovered as we all know all three of us are involved in a lot of different fandoms we follow a lot of things fandoms Fandom tends to be a boys club. There's, yes, certainly there are women involved, but the loudest voice, the people running everything, the people involved in all the groups, mostly are men. The Crystal Shard is different. Of 8,000 people, over half of them are women. So the women outnumber the men, which I think is really special. It also sort of reflects that matriarchal society seen in the dark crystal and we will see more in age of resistance. And yeah, I just think it's a really, really, really wonderful thing. And it's not to be discounted or blown by it. It just, it, it's another thing that makes the, the group special. And there are other, there are plenty of other groups out there. People can join them and have a great time. We love our group. It's, it's been a lot of hard work. It's daily work. We wake up in the morning and there we get like 15 membership requests every 10 minutes. Wouldn't you say that that's correct, Ethan? around yeah yeah and it's hard work you know i i turn my head for a minute and they're coming in in droves yeah it's such a cool surprise um 54 percent of the, uh, the eight thousand members are women so that's awesome absolutely everybody's welcome super cool it is really awesome and yeah i'm just excited to see you know more you know a lot more discussions to come like with the crystal shard and like every time I wake up in the morning, there's just threads and just lots of messages. I'm just trying to catch up all of it. And it's it's been incredible. I mean, of course, we'll talk about some of the things that have been happening in the last sort of couple of weeks with Age Resistance. It's really just building up towards the launch of a show, essentially. And so, I mean, we've had quite a few videos that sort of popped up. I know there was one video called What is the Dark Crystal, uh, which was sort of like, an, sort of like an, a guide for new fans or, or as well as, you know, fans of the Dark Crystal that needed a refresher on what Age of Resistance is about. And um, yeah, I thought that was like a really, you know, it was a good video, but I will say probably the next 
video that did come out, I think it's called Returning to Thra. And then I thought that was a really uh, well done um, video Netflix uh, put together. And I, yeah, I just wanted to know your, your thoughts about those, like the two videos that popped up that, that was sort of a bit of a, a making of or a little behind the scenes with a bit of new footage from the show and all that kind of stuff, yeah. Returning to Thra video absolutely blew my mind. It had lots of new footage I've never seen before. blew my mind. All the Skeksis are absolutely gorgeous. It really introduces new viewers to the world of Thra. It tells you everything you need to know. It's a matriarchal uh, society, uh, Gelfling society is. The Skeksis, they're who they look up to, really helping new viewers get accustomed to the world of Thra. It's it's very well made. I, I think Netflix really knows what they're doing, trying to get everybody on the same page when the series premieres on August 30th, which I was a little nervous about. I, I was like, you know, this is a 37-year-old uh, franchise, and like 99.9% .9 of fans you know, haven't read World of the Dark Crystal, haven't read Jamie Lee's novels. You know, are we going to be thrust into the deep end here? But no, Netflix, over the course of, what, 90 days or something, they've really helped fans ease into the water, in my opinion. And they're doing fantastic. I'm so excited for... I, I think this franchise is really going to take off from that. Uh, cool shots in the video. Yeah, I mean, one of my favorites, like, from the returning to Thra was um, definitely, like, seeing the Skeksis entering um, Harar and the Ulmordras there and uh, with uh, Skekok and um, I think the, the Collector. Yeah, Ske Skekok the Collector. Yes, not knows herself. Yeah, and, and, like, yeah, there was some incredible, yeah, like, extra footage from the show and especially, I mean, I think there was even, like, one shot of um, Olgra sort of seems to be, like, dancing around, you know, that um, the Sanctuary Tree or doing some kind of magic. So, yeah, it's, there's just a lot um, to, to look forward to. Yeah, yeah, with that, for, sh for sure. Yeah, I really love everything that we're seeing. It is a lot. Uh, and, you know, it's glimpses. Also, people have to realize, like, someone, I think we were talking in our, we have a private group called Nerds of the Crystal, which is just a bunch of friends chatting away 24-7. Some live in the UK. Some live in Australia, Phil. Um, some live in Utah. Some, like me, live in Los Angeles. And we just talk all day long or when we can. And someone was like, oh, I can't watch anymore. But the reality is, and almost a 10-hour show, we're just seeing barely anything. It's probably no more than eight minutes of footage. Some of it's regurgitated footage that we've seen before with the original trailer that released. But it's just really beautiful. And one specific shot that I absolutely adore is Deet coming up from the middle of the sanctuary tree. It's one of the most beautiful images that I've ever seen. And I want it. I want to own it. <laughs> I want like a poster of it. It is really what drives home for me seeing all of this footage, seeing the behind the scenes. Well, certainly the behind the scenes stuff is so awesome because it's like watching magic happen. We know what's going on. We see these beautiful sets and we see these people with puppets over their head, but they don't seem like puppets over their head. They just seem like creatures above their head. We understand how it's all working, but it's still this place of magic and wonder and being able to watch that and see glimpses like there's a little bit like there's a seven a seven second scene of Deet lighting the fire and 
I think Rianne is next to her. And so you see him kind of moving and I don't know if they're talking. I think they might've talked, talked a little bit. It's just a little bit more than we've seen before. And it's just simply magic and be, and just having those, this, the steady stream of glimpses come out is like, it's just amazing. It's just this world that they have created and they're about to unleash to us in like six days. I think it's Saturday. Yeah. Six days. I can't wait. I can't wait. And I still can't, I'm pinching myself still not believing that, uh, we're getting what we're getting. And so I guess like moving on from, from that, of course, recently there was the, the premiere for the dark crystal age of resistance that sort of had a European, uh, premiere or, or London premiere, with the first episode of the Dark Crystal Age of Resistance, and as well as sort of the launch of the uh, the exhibition that just started at the BFI South Bank, it, seeing like and seeing all all the footage and stuff that's sort of come from that event has uh, been pretty awesome. Yeah, absolutely. I wish I was there. It is the coolest thing. Everybody's posting. You know, they got Gelfling ears there, and they can sit at a table with the Chamberlain, take pictures with him. And they've got concept art already and t- art department blueprints for Age of Resistance. I mean, they've they've got probably some spoilerific stuff on there, but I mean, not too spoilery, of course. Like the amazing rich stuff that they're I, I'm seeing pictures of already blows my mind. They've got Agra in a in a glass case who looks absolutely incredible. She's gorgeous. Um, still missing her third eye. Where is it? I want to know. And um, I got to pull up these pictures. Uh, oh, so much. We saw one of Deet's wings. We saw a hand, like a hand of a puppet, and like how it, like the insides of it, the layers of it. Um, we saw schematics for props and sets. Mm-hmm. We and previs, and then like final imagery. Crazy. Yeah, so it's just been amazing just seeing all the images um, that's been posted on social media, like on YouTube with the videos and and also on the Crystal Shard. There's been a lot of people posting photos from the exhibition. And yeah, it does uh, look pretty, just pretty amazing just seeing, you know, the characters like Rian, Bria and Deet and I think Harp is there as well. And yeah, of course, with the Chamberlain and it's a very well set up exhibition. And probably, I mean, the one thing that I was really curious about looking at the map, uh, I think in this section, in the world building section, and... Yes, go on, go on. I'm listening. Oh, yes, yeah. I mean, th- there are little things like looking at this map, uh, they seem to... It, it seems actually more self-contained, like it's actually like a, more of a country. Because, you know, in I mean, with the with the map with uh, J.M. Lee's, uh, with his young adult uh, book series each book each uh, book has come with the map of of thra of the scarath region as you'd probably say and and that only sort of showed like a portion and that map is based on the original 1982 movies um concept map and the age of resistance's region is noticeably different i mean you could overlay jm lee's map and the 1982 map and they they were it it was literally uh drawn based on that 1982 map but the new map is is noticeably different there's i mean there's uh, a mountain region between 
the castle and the claw mountains now and that is not in the original map and it's not a bad thing by all means like it it makes more sense for a mountain region to be there and to to create the the desert in the first place but it, it is interesting i'm like i'm intrigued i'm just more um just surprised about um like how like it's like it seems like a much smaller sort of um you know i'm sort of looking as a sort of you know trying to thinking in earth terms like it, it looks like it it's become more of a country um whereas here yeah, with the books like you only got a portion of it but now it's like we get we now get the full area of um where all the events sort of take place in the dark crystal and probably the most interesting thing is there's somewhat like a little island some you know a bit of an island on the uh the top right um so that's sort of an interesting sort of mystery of an island i i would have to imagine yeah yeah i it so yeah in the 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 north south excuse me north south and uh west there it looks like there's ocean area and then in that eastern part what, what you're talking about it looks like it's maybe it's ice or something but it it, it or maybe that hmm. it's just icy waters uh, but yeah but yeah. across that yeah there is a little island and I wonder, maybe not this season, but maybe in a future season, we'll look into that. I don't know. I don't know. But the, the you mean map, we'll look into the water, like what's going on in the water? I'll look into that island. There's this island oh, oh, oh. in the in the upper right hand, the, the 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 eastern part of the region, the Dark Crystal region. That's never been on any map before, so I don't I don't know if it's a story point right now but maybe season two or, or any future seasons i don't know i mean i think and this is just a guess i i i think most of the action is going to take place in the region um closer to the castle but i'm uh, what do i know i really i literally don't know anything um but uh <laughs> it's just another you know just another expansion part of thrive that we haven't seen and so this is raises more questions so it's just a very exciting yeah, just all, all these little bit of details that we, you know, that we gather from like that exhibition, for example. And I mean, one of the most interesting things was um, like the Skeksis Book of Law, like that triangle shaped kind of book. So, yeah, no, it's just, it's really cool to seeing all this stuff. And um, I think the description says that triangular black book with the uh, Skeksis. Um, aggression symbol on it that book of the law that's filled with skexis prophecies so there's a precedent for prophecies now i'm like it kind of makes you wonder is there a skexis prophet or or is it agra's or you know oh man it just makes the mind boggle doesn't it yeah and because i mean that was the book that was uh, that we saw in the the final trailer or was it a, a different book i'm just trying to think now that that Bria drops the, the one that drops yeah open and it's a little pop up book it that is yeah that is the triangular book yeah yeah the Skeksis book of law yeah so the, yeah there's you know just all those details that you know sort of getting from this exhibition and um yeah I mean I wish I could be there too um just seeing it so I was very fortunate to be able to um when I went to the U S back in. April to, of course, you know, see yourself, Jamie, but also to go to um, Atlanta to the Center of Puppetry Arts. And yeah, I mean, that ex exhibition that was on for the Dark Crystal, 
is yeah it is pretty pretty incredible that's you know if you you know if you're from atlanta or you know ever wanted to check it out it's um it's definitely worth worth a visit and i think it sort of wraps up i think uh around january so you got till january i think next year to to try and go check that out yeah and so i guess from that i mean it's been awesome just seeing sort of you know the coverage that we've been getting like especially from the the premiere where they did show the your first episode of dark crystal age of resistance and of course you had a lot of the um some of the cast and crew and louis was there lisa henson uh shazad nathali um and and of course the puppeteers and the frowns um pretty much almost everyone seemed to be there for the, for the event which was a uh, really uh fantastic and i guess as well that was probably probably a an awesome um, sort of moment during the Q and A uh, after they screened. Uh, so this is on YouTube, but you can um, watch this on YouTube. That after the premiere of the first episode, that they had a Q and A session, and I know that someone asked uh, Louis Leteria about getting input from fans, I guess, for the Dark Crystal Age of Resistance. It was all actually awesome to hear Louis sort of giving a bit of a shout out to the Crystal Shard. Uh, to to your group, so I thought that was a that must have been a pretty amazing moment for for you guys to sort of hear that from from Louis. Oh yeah, someone someone uh, messaged us and told us that, and we lost our minds. We were screaming, we cried. Doug uh, Doug yeah, that... Bodine, he he wiped some tears away. Sorry, go ahead, Jamie. No, no, it's fine. Uh, yeah, it was it's really great. You know, it's just again, it's just one of those things that legitimize something that you're doing. Um, not that we all already didn't feel like, Hey, this is a great community. Certainly that Doug founded that we were a part of free of bullying and toxicity and really just this place of love. Really. It's like a love fest. It's really great, but it's just a, a really healthy place to be. And it feels like a really good representation of fandom and new fans. And so to have the director of the show shout out the group by name, that's a really great honor. So, and, uh, yeah, there's a little more to this story, isn't there? Yeah, yeah, I guess I guess there is. Um, I don't know, like, like, how do we begin? <laughs> well, let's just say this. Let's just say, for the record, Ethan, Phil, and I have all met Louie, and we've spent time with him, and he is an incredible guy. Not what you think of when you think of Hollywood people. He's not one of those people. He's just very self-effacing. He's very down-to-earth. He treats us like, we're kind of part of the family. There's no distance from him. There's no like oftentimes, and I said this in a, another podcast where you will meet people who are involved in the industry, quote unquote, and you'll, they'll be nice, but they'll be distant and they'll be looking at, looking at you like, well, who are you and what are you doing here? And what can you do for me? Or, Oh, that's nice, honey. You know, that kind of look in their eyes that people give you sometimes that where you're not a part of what they're doing. Louis is not like that at all. He's very, it just makes you feel like you're important, that you're important to the journey of Age of Resistance as fans. And he's just been really, really great. And uh, he gave us, he's given us some quality time over the past few months. He was literally the nicest guy on earth. Yeah. Uh, and let me tell you, dear stoners, he 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 bought me lunch. Actually, I stole his sandwich by accident, um, but he let me have it. Uh, me and my wife, um, and it was <laughs> so kind. Um, 
and no, he was the nicest guy. Um, he's literally about nine feet tall, maybe 10 feet tall. And oh, 12 it, feet tall. Uh, yeah, sorry about that. Um, 12 feet tall. <laughs> he, and uh, I'm pretty tall myself. I'm about 6'1". And I, I literally and figuratively, metaphorically, religiously looked up to him. It was so surreal. And he just was so chill. I was expecting a little bit more, not coldness, but uh, yeah, aloofness. But he was so cool. And I'm just, I mean, you're the coolest guy. Can I just hang out with you forever? And he said, uh, yes. But then he started talking to Jamie. But that was cool. Just kidding. <laughs> um, well, no, he's super nice. Absolutely. And then... Well, the other part of that story is, okay, so me and me and Ethan and his wife were spending the day with Louie, and this was a few weeks ago, and so he gives Ethan his sandwich, Ethan and his wife a sandwich, and then Katie, who is the colorist for the Dark Crystal, she cuts her sandwich, his, her sandwich, well, it was supposed to be in half, and she gave gives one portion to Louie, but she doesn't cut it in half. She like cuts it long ways, and he's like, "You can't even cut a sandwich." And they have a really great relationship. They're really funny. Louie's just a really funny guy. Like he's, he could be a comedian. He's great. I mean, people have seen him on on the panel for BFI. They saw him with Taryn uh, and Mark Hamill at, at San Diego Comic Con, and you just know that like. He's just really funny and he's sort of not the life of the party, but he just, he doesn't make things so serious. Sometimes these people involved in film, the world of filmmaking or shows, they're so serious. Louis is not like that. He's just really funny. And so that was a really, really, really funny day or it was just a, a great day. Again, we were his guests and, uh, it was, a, you know, a dream come true. Me and Ethan were looking at each other like, how is this happening? And it happened. Yeah. Katie, Katie, uh, she makes the Dark Crystal look the way it looks. She is a, a god. She is a wizard. She's a mystic. And so when she, she did something to make Dark Crystal look beautiful, you know, uh, even Louis was amazed. And he would look at her and say, you can't cut a freaking sandwich, but you can do your job. <laughs> like, even you know, even he would bow down to Katie. She did an amazing job. So when you make screenshots of Dark Crystal, Age of Resistance in the future, you know, thank Louie, thank Katie for look, making it look so good. And, you know, the, the tons of other people responsible for it. Don't get me wrong. And, and I mean, I mean, for myself, like, I know Jamie and I, we, we first met Louie like a couple of months ago when, I mean, when I was in the US, um, we'll just put it that way. But yeah, it was just such a great honor to 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 meet him, and and you know we just talked about Dark Crystal, um, you know, showed us a couple of things here and there. Um, but yeah, he's just <laughs> just a couple, couple of things. things. <laughs> just a couple of things. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it, it was he's such an incredible guy, um, and like he's been working so hard on the show, unlike probably most other directors. Like he's he's working day and night to make the dark crystal age of resistance what it is. Yeah. So I had incredible time, you know, being able to meet him. And yeah, I mean, it was in a way that like, you know, we've, you know, that trial by stone has sort of, you know, become part of, part of the family, which is just such an incredible feeling. And, and more so that, you know, that, that people, you know, from who work on the show, they do listen to this podcast, which is again, an, another incredible feeling 
you know, which, which you know, with this podcast itself uh, as a very small podcast, you know, very niche thing sort of thing. But it all really, ha- you know, changed um, once uh, Age of Resistance sort of got announced. And I think I remember, Jamie, when I was like talking to you, I'm just like, oh, this just, this changes the podcast so much more. Like, unbelievable. One final thing that I want to say about Louis is, the day we met him, this is before we were even going to meet him, which is his own story, which we might get into one day. But I really like he's a really great guy and uh, I'm not starstruck. I've never been starstruck. There are people like you and you and us. They have lives. They have families. They're raising children. They're married, just like all of us are. Um, and they just happen to be in an industry that gets a lot of attention. But Louis's attention to us not just to us as people, but to us as a podcast and as a fan community. It's number one, it's unprecedented. Uh, number two, it just speaks loudly to fandom when um, people who are in his position can say, hey, no, I appreciate what you do and want to spend some time with you. And again, it's just not something that happens most of the time. People kind of who are involved in the industry are just like, Oh, Hey, yeah. Kind of from afar. Oh yeah. Thanks. Great. Yeah. Thanks. They're not interested in letting you in. They're not interested in anything more than that. Like a little bit of lip service. Louis changed the game on that. It is just what the time that we've spent, uh, the, the attention that he's given us as, as a fandom, as people is unprecedented. And it just shows a lot of who he is as a person. Yeah. I'm just, uh, daily appreciative of the connection of the friendship and uh you know the doors essentially that he's really opened for us yeah yeah absolutely yeah. and i mean I, I guess you know everyone pro- is probably wanting to know, oh does that mean we're gonna have louis on the show um yeah i guess you know yeah it, it, yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> it does yeah it oh does. yeah yeah totally yeah yeah so that, that'll happen um and we're just yeah so that's gonna be a really exciting time to have to have our story to chat to louis and and not and also to to many other people who have worked on the show as well, you know, from writers and the creators and and the puppeteers. Uh, there's a lot of people that we're definitely going to uh, interview on Trial by Stone. So yeah, just so much uh, to look forward to. Yeah, and so of course you know with the premiere of Age of Resistance in London, a lot of reviews have been popping up for the show. I mean, it's really been incredible just seeing like how uber positive the reviews have been for the show so far. I don't know yourself, Jamie and Ethan, like if you've been reading some of the reviews, I I have started to read a couple of them, but I mean, there is a bit of caution at the moment because I know some of the, uh, some of the reviews uh, do get into sort of spoiler territory. And so for me, I sort of went and went through some of the, like sort of the quotes from each review, um, review based on the headlines. And, um, yeah, I mean, it's just been incredible just how really positive that, um, how much of a response that the media has been giving to the show. I mean, I could just go through, through a few quotes, like for example, like entertainment weekly says, I mean, their headline was how the dark crystal became the jewel in the Jim Henson company's crown. Collider says, uh, Jim Henson's legacy thrives on Thra. 
who I like these. I've never heard of these. Like, keep going. I've, this is awesome. I, I haven't actually looked into it. Because I got the list on me, so <laughs> that's why I'm reading them all. Uh, TV Black Box. They say the Dark Crystal Age of Resistance is a deeply immersive television experience from some of the best in the business. As large as the world of Thra might be, it is the detail that sets this story and its characters apart from Myriad other offerings, and you won't be disappointed. Comicbook.com says it is a grand and exquisite prequel that surpasses the original. And then sort of more like from, I think, tvguide.com, just simple. Their headline was simply, puppets are still cool. <laughs> Den of Geek called it a pitch perfect fantasy. I mean, how amazing is that? These reviews, these reviews are glowing. They're glowing. This doesn't happen. And I'm trying to, I'm trying to like have people understand what's happening right now. The amount of interest, the uh, the amount of people pouring into fandom, the the reviews. This doesn't happen for any show. Most of the time, you'll get a good review here or there, or unless it's like David Fincher or something. But people are like, oh yeah, this was great. This wasn't that great. This is not happening with Age of Resistance. This is like, this is gold. This is like content gold for Netflix. Now all we have to do is show up. Uh, the viewers need to show up for it, and hopefully yeah. they do. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. And I think that's really the big thing. I think especially probably more like the first month of the show is probably when it's going to matter the most like to to watch the show. Because, I mean, Netflix, they do, I don't know how they do their statistics or that sort of thing, but I think, you know, it, it'd be great within the first month uh, to, to watch the show. And, and I'm sure all of us are going to do that, you know. I mean, probably the moment it's going to come out, because I know it's probably going to come out midnight for you, uh, Jamie, um, I mean, we still don't know exactly what time, but I think we've sort of been speculating that it's going to be midnight uh, based on uh, the time zone in uh, the Pacific time. So uh, actually, I'm, I'm really curious about how, how are you going to, are you going to watch the show like once it hits midnight? I know for you, Ethan, it's, I think it's going to be like 1am for you when it, when it drops. This is true. I want to wake up at 1 a.m. and start watching it. I doubt my wife would be down, and I, I, I'm not allowed to watch it without her. Uh, I'm going to have to make some decisions. You know, my marriage, oh, yeah. Crystal. I'll be up. I'll be uh, up. I'll be <laughs> up. I, 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 can't, I can't help myself. I'll probably watch the first two episodes, fall asleep, and then get up and watch more. However, I'm off Friday and Saturday. So, oh, boy. I can't even hardly think about it. I know. And uh, like, I mean, I think for myself, I mean, it, it comes out 5 p.m. on Friday where I am in, in, in Melbourne, though I won't be able to watch it probably around 7.30 or 8 o'clock because I'll be working working that day. And so, but I think, you know, I'm I'm just so looking forward to, you know, watching the show and like just going through like probably three or four episodes a day and just get it all done by the weekend and of course, record a lot of the podcasts. Of course, we will be doing the the roundtable shows for uh, on the Dark Crystal Age of Resistance. So definitely be doing a lot of recording uh, for some time to come. But yeah, it's it's just been really positive with the reviews, and I think even like BBC sort of says that this prequel to the cult puppet fantasy could have been a mere nostalgia trip, but the Age of Resistance is even better than Jim Henson's original. And I know that's blasphemy, but I, right now, I kind of agree. I know I agree my wife too. already agrees. I too. agree. It is better than the original. Hands down. Hands down. 
I know some of you are screaming at us right now. I know. Uh, it's blasphemy. I hate myself for saying it too. And, and, and I think, <laughs> I think, I mean, and I think that really um, comes down to really with the show is just exp- really expanding the world of Thra um, that we only got sort of glimpses of with with the film. And so I think you know having this sort of expansion. I mean, especially with having ten episodes, you know, ten hours of Dark Crystal, you know, Age of Resistance versus an hour and a half that we got with the original film, I think, you know, yeah, I, def- I definitely think I could totally understand why, you know, that it could, yeah, that it is probably even better than the original film. But of course, you know, Age of Resistance would not have happened with- without the original film, without Jim Henson uh, and Frank Oz and and the Frouts as well, you know, they've been there, from the start, and it, it, I mean, it, it was fantastic that they were uh, that they were a part of Age of Resistance and still continue on. Um, and, and not only that, but having um, Toby Froud, um, Wendy and and Brian's uh, son, Toby, be part of the process to be brought back into the world of Thra. And and it was just something that I couldn't imagine, you know. I mean, like it just be so weird, like having the Dark Crystal, like without the Frouds. Um, because like with the art, the, the world, like it is very Freudian. Absolutely. And I, I can't, I can't imagine them trying to do this without the frouds either. And I'm glad that they're a part of this cause they really nailed that Freudian aesthetic. And that's what's yeah. got me so excited. I just can't wait to explore the world that you always wanted to explore in the movie, but you couldn't cause it was more castle focused and, and Ah uh, man, that we're going to be on such a trip. This is incredible. Without the frouds, there is no dark crystal. Without the frouds in Louis, there is no dark crystal. Without the frouds in Jeff Addis and Will Matthews, there is no dark crystal. That's what I believe. And Katie, whose na- last Katie. name I cannot remember to save Whoopie my head. life. <laughs> yep. <laughs> remember that? What was yeah, she game? she brought a little duty head game to put on duty your head. head. You throw okay. stuff on it. <laughs> we're not we're not bashing her. She she is duty head. She brought the game. Duty head, <laughs> and she was wearing it when we came back from lunch. Like she put it on, and Louis was throwing poop at her, and she was catching it with her head. It was hilarious. Oh god, I can. Um, I mean, I hadn't heard this story before, so yeah, just in an, an incredible time, you know, we're just days away from this new era, Dark Crystal. And I mean, even recently, I know they announced uh, the soundtrack for the Dark Crystal Age of Resistance. Yes, yes. How did I forget? Because uh, it hasn't really been reported like public. Like, I mean, it has been you know on the internet some reports about it. But like I'm still trying to find it like on the on the Apple Music Store, you know, to to pre-order it. It hasn't popped up yet, which I'm presuming by the time this episode will be out, it it'll probably have the pre-order uh, things to 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 start buying the the album. I think what was more surprising was that the soundtrack is actually going to come out on the same day that the show drops on the 30th of August. I was really surprised about that. I think. Um, like, I mean, we had heard that, you know, the soundtrack was going to happen, like, it, you know, it was, had to come out. Uh, but I was more surprised about that it's going to come out on the same day. But not only that, we're not just getting one volume of the soundtrack. We're actually getting two volumes of music from the Dark Crystal Age of Resistance. And so that was like, yeah, really interesting that we're getting a lot. It seems like based on these two volumes that there's going to be a lot of music. And I think even... um. 
during the premiere, the Q&A. So I know Daniel Pemberton uh, was at the Q&A event and I think and I think Louis mentioned that they came up with, I think, almost like seven or eight hours of music. So there's going to be like a lot of music um, with the Dark Crystal Age Resistance. And um, there was another, and, and so the first volume is just music from him. And the second volume is going to be with him and Samuel Sim. Yeah, which is, just, it's, it's just, again, just really exciting. And I can't wait to, to hear the music. Like, I know, like, I know so far, I've only heard the glimpse of the main theme that, you know, from the trailers and whatnot. I know you've both heard, or, you know, seen the first episode, you've heard a lot of the music you know, based on the first episode. So it's just, um, I know there's a lot of fans that have just been anticipating, you know, wanting to know oh, what's it going to sound like. I can barely remember though. Like I was trying to take in so much information. The music kind of, it was yeah. good, but I can't, yeah. rem- I, I can't remember it really. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's really good. It just uh, blend, sort of blended it in. It blended yeah. in, but yeah. I don't think, I think it's going to stand out more. And one, one thing about the original film is that the music of the original film is mu- as much a character as, as the film and the characters in the film. Like it's sweeping, it's grand. It's just, you feel like the emotions of the struggle of Jen and Kira's final, final push, final journey is really captured in the music. Um, and I love the theme that we hear the dim, 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 dim. Like it's very, it just feels like dark crystal to me. It just does. It just feels right for the dark crystal. Um, and I think it's a harpsichord, but I, I really hope that the music just, but I also know that there's Gelfling song. I mean, I can't wait to hear what the Gelfling sound like and the music that they come up, have come up for that. So that'll be great. Yeah. I have a, uh, you know, there's been a couple people in the group, the Crystal Shard, that's asked, you know, what's the music like? Um, and I've got a theory on why, in my opinion, you know, if you if you go into Age of Resistance, in my opinion, Ethan Erska, I don't think it's going to be Trevor Jones. You know, it, it's not Daniel Pemberton and Samuel Sim trying to emulate Trevor Jones. It's Daniel Pemberton and Samuel Sim doing music for Dark Crystal. It's it's them. And so it is different in my opinion. And I think the reason why is, you know, I, I went back to the movie, the original movie, and I listened to it and I, I asked myself, you know, why does Age of Resistance sound different? Good, and it, it's excellent, but different. And I think it's because the original film is about the Skeksis and the Mystics. And you listen to the music throughout the whole thing and it's either the the Skeksis theme, which is also the Dark Crystal theme, or you know, kind of this uh, the Mystics. Um, have, I'm not going to try singing it to you, but you listen to it, and it's it's it goes back and forth, back and forth between Skeksis and Mystics themes, and um, you know, of course, you know, there's some Gelfling themes in there too, but the story of the Dark Crystal 1982 is the story of the Uru in the in the Skeksis. Age of Resistance, however, is the story of the Gelfling, and I think that's why there's going to be a different tone, different feel, and different texture to the soundtrack. So, like I said, you're not going to hear that Skeksis, you know, Dark Crystal theme uh, almost, you know, every scene. Um, It's going to have a different texture because, you know, it's telling a different story musically. And I guess, you know, being a prequel that it takes place... 
I mean, we don't know how many years exactly, but I mean, there had been rumors about, you know, 50 years or 100 years. So it is in a very different era when the Gelflings are all, you know, they're, they're all around and they all have their own governments, you know, their own societies sort of thing with, with each different clans and, and some work together and some don't and, and all that kind of stuff. So I can definitely um, totally understand, yeah. And I think I remember I remember about the behind the scenes of sort of the themes of the Skeksis and the, the mystics when combined together is sort of essentially the theme um, of the Dark Crystal, yeah. Trevor Jones, he said that the, the mystics music is this this low, like, da-na-na-na-na-na-na-na. And the Skeksis theme, that's the da-na-na-na, na-na-na. Okay, so in the, uh, in the grand finale, the, the Great Conjunction, you hear that mystic theme play under that grand Skeksis theme when they're coming together. That So, so yeah, the Dark Crystal theme is a great conjunction theme. It's a, it's that union of Skeksis and Mystic. Um, and so, yeah, and, that, and that's why I think Age of Resistance is going to... I I really want to caution listeners, like, don't be kind of thrown off when that soundtrack isn't kind of screaming Trevor Jones to you. Um, it, it's excellent, but it, you're not going to hear that Skeksis and Mystic theme um, go back and forth, back and forth, because, like I said, we're we're going to be following Gelfling clans. This is the height of the Gelfling civilization, and so we're going to get all sorts of different textures in there. Yeah, it's just it's just going to be so exciting. And just just hearing like the new themes um, again. Like I'm just so curious, like if there's going to be a theme for each. Galf- I mean, whether it's going to be something like, for example, um, there's a theme for each Galfling clan, and then once we hear those themes, and then, you know, if there's if there's a moment where they all sort of, you know, uh, put all those themes together, becomes this big grand theme for the Galflings, like, as one. Whether, the, you know, that might be something, yeah. I mean, Ooh. maybe that might be something, you know, to honor sort of what happened with the original film, yeah, with the Skeksis and Mystics theme sort of combining into one, whether that could happen. I don't, I don't know. Like, yeah, yeah. You're Sherlock <laughs> friggin' Holmes. Look at you. Uh, that, I didn't even think of that. That'd be so super cool. I mean, I guess we'll definitely find out, like, when the show comes out, um, going through all the, the 10 episodes, and, of course, with the soundtracks. It's, yeah, just, just incredible. And, and, of course, not only with the show, but just beyond that, um, there's just so much Dark Crystal to look forward to and so much to look forward to with this podcast as well. This month was the five-year anniversary of Trial by Stone. You know, I never imagined that we'd be where we are right now talking Dark Crystal five years later with this new show that's coming out in days' time. So it's just such an incredible experience. And like this is, I mean, really, this is really just the beginning uh, for Trial by Stone. We just got... So much, so much to look forward exactly. to. Exactly. With episodes talking about it, each episode of the show, with interviews and discussions, there's going to be a lot on our plate. And yeah, we're just we're we're just excited to share these episodes and just you know for myself, like being part of the Dark Crystal sort of community, like through the podcast, it has been a fantastic time. And you know, I'm just con- you know continuing to make these shows and. And, you know, have a couple of little other projects in the works as well. So, yeah, we got a lot to look forward to. Amen. 
So I guess we'll wrap it up for this episode of Trial by Stone. Again, it, it is, again, I'm just trying to think like a final words, you know, I'm just looking forward to the show, which is days away. We just, again, just got so much to look forward to with the podcast. It's just, it's just an incredible feeling. So it's just, it's just an incredible time to be a fan of the Dark Crystal. I might as well ask yourself, Jamie and Ethan, just final thoughts, you know, on Age of Resistance before we really go sit down and watch all the episodes for ourselves. Yeah. I mean, the next time we're going to be talking is after we've seen a few episodes and, uh, yeah, it's pretty amazing. I mean, next week, like come Monday, I mean, it's just going to be nuts. I mean, I'm sure Netflix is going to probably roll out a couple things, maybe like promotional things right before, but, uh, yeah, it's just, it's, it's been a really exciting time. It's been more than a dream come true for me to be, to be certainly a part of this podcast, but also friends with you guys and to have experienced what we've, we've experienced and have commanded the attention that we've commanded. It feels like, it feels like we have ownership in this. It feels like we've been a, a part of the, the creation of it in our own way. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, I just can't believe it. We're less than a week away. It's awesome. So we're going to step into a whole new dark crystal world in a few days. And, you know, I, you know, since I was a little boy, I've always asked myself, you know, what is the history of the Gelfling, history of Thra? And I've always just come up with little stories that I've told myself. And now, August 30th, you know, we're going to get the answers to a lot of questions. Not all of them, but a lot. And it's a whole new era. And it's, it's, daunting it's exciting and daunting and nerve-wracking and uh i'm so excited and especially you know when i first heard about the project i was a little nervous but now i'm very confident that this is a very incredible production that's going to make dark crystal fans happy bring in new dark crystal fans and also um, I think it's going to change the world. I think it's going to innovate filmmaking just like the original did. And I think we're going to see a new way to tell stories on television and maybe even uh, movies. You know, uh, I think we're entering a, a new world and I'm excited to step through that threshold with you guys. This is incredible. Which is just an exciting time for the Dark Crystal. Again, like, I just never imagined that we'd be going back to Thra, you know, seeing puppets, you know, seeing these stories sort of come to life in the way that we're going to be seeing it on August the 30th. I mean, I remember when they first announced, you know, the Power of the Dark Crystal sequel back in 2005, and it went through a lot of directors. I know one point it was actually going to be filming in Sydney, and I remember, like, I was in high school or about or, you know, in the middle of film school. And I was like, oh, I'd love to do anything just to, to just to get on the set you know, with the Power of the Dark Crystal, which, I mean, unfortunately, it did get cancelled. But it's just incredible just to see Dark Crystal coming back in a huge way, more so than ever, really, since the, the original film. And I know when the film, the original film came out, I know it did struggle a bit with people thinking, going into, into the movie, thinking, oh, you know, it'll they'll be coming the frog there. You know, it's a Jim Henson film that there'll be these Muppet like characters, 
but the dark crystal is like an entirely different film and it's just gonna be really interesting and i just can't wait to see i mean i'm just excited to see you know what new fans sort of think of of the show because there's going to be a lot of people that gave me their first exposure to the dark crystal is going to be with this netflix show yeah it's pretty amazing i i also remember those days of 2000 in 2005 hearing the announcement and then later on like thinking i would take a toothbrush and clean the floor of the studio to work on this show um and that you know now here we are with more than we could ever dream of even the hensons are surprised that we got this show yeah we um it's it's we're just an incredible time and again you know to all the listeners thank you so much to for listening to trial by stone again we got so more more a lot more episodes to come so definitely stay tuned yeah see you stoners love you bye 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 <laughs> cool. call me back text me And that's all the time that we have for this episode of Trial by Stone. If you'd like to get in contact with us, you can do so at darkcrystalpodcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash darkcrystalpodcast. We're on Twitter at darkcrystalpod. You can follow us on Instagram at instagram.com forward slash darkcrystalpodcast. We also have an official website for Trial by Stone, which you can check it out at darkcrystalpodcast.com. If you like the show and you think that others would love it too, then please write a review for the show. It'd be greatly appreciated. Thank you all so much and stay tuned for the next episode of Trial by Stone.